this week on Bonus Bill. Um, so Shelby's obviously doing drugs, and drugs are bad, so uh, we should okay. all hashtag no, no, save, save Shelby's soul. Hey, 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 hey. This week, it's Rob and Shelby. Left and Seiji. Left <laughs> back. I am Welcome back. back in. How do you feel? I feel good. Is this, I feel a, really is good. this a guest appearance or are you back? Um, I'm. I'm thinking this is back. Oh, back. This is a, so. The fans are gonna be pumped. You know who I know? I know at least one person. Two people, three people who will be happy for sure. Wow, yeah, that is three times as many people as I expected. P two, Jay, and my friend Tony. Well, you know who Tony is. They'll all yeah. be happy that you're back. So, oh, that's yeah, nice. I'm glad. Go. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I'm happy you're back. So at least three thanks, people. Thanks, buddy. Are happy that you're back. Um, so, left, we've changed things since you've been gone. As in, for this episode, the news, the news <laughs> portion, as officially as it was officially called. Uh, is gone. It's dead. I mean, we still might talk about news, but now it's a new thing. It's what's on your mind. What's what is oh, on man. our minds? Our collective minds. Yeah. Uh, my okay. first thing I had on my list was left is back. Um, hey, that's, that's a good interesting. One. Another interesting is Shelby <laughs> is in my warehouse. Uh, she's recording from <laughs> my warehouse room because uh, yeah. our internet's down at her place, and we couldn't. The old BBHQ. <laughs> yeah, the remnants of BBHQ. It's like literally falling apart. Just bricks to the ceiling. Where history was made. And yeah. I, I believe there's lots of stuff in here. You had some observations <laughs> about the. Re- so just yeah. for context, I'm in my living room, and we could not get the mics to sync up and Skype to work, and also do not have crazy ass echoes. So I decided. Mm-hmm. Well, I said, Shelby, are you willing to sit in a small cramped space? Uh, surrounded by things, uh, and, and you would have the privacy you need to record. And she said yes. So I managed to clear away some stuff yeah. for a chair, and uh, <laughs> now she sits in a really small room. The door is shut too. Yeah. <laughs> Close the door. Shelby is. Oh, the Attica. She says, "Shove away by herself." Uh, how do you feel being in the? Because you weren't around much for the time of the of the uh, BBHQ's like uh, no. high point, you know, when history was was being made. When we were in the same time zone. Uh, but now mm-hmm. you're there in the remnants by yourself. How do you feel? Well, it looks pr- it looks different since last I was in here. There's still lots of stuff. There's um, the entrance to the uh, to the attic is in here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of sketchy. There's no a ton of amiibos there. in the wall still. Yeah. Um, but right now there's um, a couple of PS2s just <laughs> chilling out. Uh, yeah. There's some Skylanders, random Skylanders are sure, everywhere. There's it, Amiibos, place, there's yeah. plushies, there's tons of collector's edition boxes in here. There's a PS1. <laughs> there was a bunch of clothes in the corner. <laughs> that's like a wonderful place. Uh, oh, yeah, and there's uh, uh, Thor's, Thor's Hammer yeah, is in here. Mjolnir, that's right. A uh, bunch of Nintendo Powers. Of course. A big old box of them. That's pretty much it. Sounds like a great, uh, honestly, a great spot to be. Who oh, man, I think uh... from a cold, small room full of video game stuff. Some might even call junk. I wouldn't, but <laughs> some might call them that. Cool. All right. Well, Shelby, we're glad you're around. All right. So <laughs> I'm going to start things off. I got a new Switch game. Oh, yeah. Boy. Are you guys ready for this one? 
Disgaea 5 complete. Ooh. It's complete because it has all the DLC and shit. What's it, well, okay? I'm like, how's it complete? It, okay, it, it is that, on the that Switch, answers. making its journey complete from one console to another. <laughs> <laughs> it's pilgrimage. That brings me up to a total of I think nine Switch games. Getting there, guys. I'm gonna have that full collection. nine out of out of how many? Ten? Like, know. are you missing like missing how three. many right I'm now? Missing three. Okay. For sure. Did you ever get one two Switch? No, that's one of the three I'm missing. Okay. One two Switch, okay. Skylanders, Giants, Skylanders, and uh, Just Dance. Okay. I can't so, bring those, myself to buy those. Those are, but but you know the one two switch you really need to get as as a real Nintendo title that should be a higher priority for you if you if you do indeed plan to go for the Switch run, switch. Um, yeah. So I think things. I think that one two switch is kind of the more important of the three oh, that you're missing. I agree. So, but I need all of them. You know. Oh, for sure. Let's but, be real you know, here. Yeah. Well, you, we may play one two switch one of these days just for around. the sake of it. <laughs> buying switch titles so far no perv titles like uh the problem that vita had so as long as it stays that course well it's it is nintendo I so mind. i won't switch from my decision all right so yeah. not not Boy. switching from nintendo i bought the mario kart 8 deluxe yeah awesome and no it's not awesome okay. i spent 80 dollars oh. for battle mode in mario kart 8 that was the worst purchase i've made in a very long time Boy, you can play it and with I- us though yeah, but like I'm so disappointed in that game. I thought that there was going to be more. I thought there was actual new. I thought there was new courses. It's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, not Mario Kart 8.5 or Mario. Yeah, Kart but 9. still, I feel like you got the, two, it was, two item mode. Yeah, but th- those items are only in battle mode, aren't they? No, you can play two items in the normal races. Oh, sorry. Yeah, two items. Sorry, the two new the two new weapons. Oh, I don't um, I didn't play battle mode are only here. in battle mode, I believe. Oh, maybe, maybe the ghost is, and I don't know. I only played the game once because I was so disappointed. But in you it. know what, Lef? You can take that Mario Kart Eight, and you can leave your house and play with your friends at the park. <laughs> you can go to, the, to a, like yeah. a real NASCAR racing uh, area, which we are all over Canada, and you can bring your you get that feeling of being in a race pit, and bring your Mario Kart Eight, whip it out, whip it out, play some Mario Kart whip Eight while out. the cars are going by. Yeah, all your cool I don't, friends. I don't really see, see the need to do that. But hey, I'll okay. tell you what. I was at the theater waiting for a movie to start. I had my Switch there. I opened it up. I gave one Joy-Con to Megan and one to me. We played some Mario Kart 8 while waiting for the movie to play. Bam. Nice. That was pretty cool. You know, I wasn't done my disguise story, by the way, before you rudely interrupted me. Well, um, go ahead then. My my, uh, There's a segue from disguise. Did you ever quit a game after losing a save file? Because for me, yeah. it's a real fear of mine with games. And I excessively save. Like right now in Persona 5, I have, I'm not kidding, about 18 save files that I just cycle <laughs> through and save over after an, after a, enough period of time has passed. Because if I mess up, I fuck up and miss something. Because back in, Shelby's not going to understand this, but back in uh, my day when I was a kid playing games, you could fuck up an entire game by saving wrong. You save the wrong way, and you don't have a backup save, and you missed a certain thing, you could fuck up the entire game. It was awful. Well, it's it's less of a problem nowadays, but like back when we used to use memory cards, yeah, you know, those things were just terrible. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, part part of the reason why I never finished Final Fantasy VIII is is this exact reason is because my my save file got corrupted after many hours, mm-hmm. and I was just like, fuck it, and then never went back to it. So the reason why I brought up Disgaea as a segue for it is because I had bought the original Disgaea, very very excited to play it for the PS2. I was pumped, really really wanted the, it just looked great. And I put nine, ten hours into it, and then my my friend at the time played it, and then he overwrote my save file. 
and Yuck. I never oh. touched a Disgaea game since. Well, I've touched them in the, in the terms of I bought a bunch of them, but I've never brought myself. I've never been able to play any since. So maybe this guy with your hands five will be the, the the time I start playing it again. Maybe. So and then the other thing is FF seven. I rem- I'll never forget the day. So see, Fantasy seven when you save when you bring open the save screen, it would have a bar that would fill up. Then it would have let you save. If does that sound familiar to you, Left? It's been a while since I've played. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But it's not actually saving it, yeah. at that point. It's just a load thing. It's like that you it's loading save. the save yeah. files. And I at times would not would be going by quickly and not thinking about it, thinking I just saved. And I remember I had done that like twice, not actually saving, and I had played for like three hours and then died at a boss. Wait, so you you got the load bar and you're like, oh, that's saved, and then you just like yeah. exited the screen? Yeah, I probably wasn't paying well, attention. Well, that that's. You just you you know better though. Like, well, I, don't, I, I, don't I know better bad. now, but I didn't then. But like even even then, you, you, you saved the you've saved the game before. It's not like it was the first time it's, ever saving is, the game. Well, this is near like sector six, so it was actually quite early. But this is okay. was, this was my first uh, my first lesson, my first harsh lesson about games, and yeah. and this is where my my excessiveness for saving came from. Ever since then, it's been multiple save files, and I'll sometimes I'll save once, twice, three times before I leave the save screen to make sure. I've... I've stopped using uh, multiple save files with kind of modern stuff because it, it seems to be less of a problem. Now, you probably should, but I, I haven't had any issues since we've obliterated the use of memory cards. <laughs> um, so, you know. But it's actually funny that, that you're talking about this because I have a similar story that just happened. Um, so as last time, you know, I was, I was around on the show, yeah. I was talking about how I was playing Dark Souls 3. Uh, so I, I don't know if I if I ever got to tell this particular story where um, I was near the end of the game, uh, the third last boss it was I believe, and and how how Dark Souls boss fights is whenever you you walk through this like terrifying white fog to get into the boss fight. Yeah. So I, I was walking through the fog to go challenge the boss, and uh, my my lovely girlfriend uh, accidentally with her foot kicked the power cable of the PS4 and unplugged it. Um, so I'm like, okay, that sucks. So then I, I booted it back up and then I loaded my, my Dark Souls save file and then boom, 30 hours of progress gone yeah. from Dark Souls yeah. 3. And now, and now um, you guys are broken up, right? Like she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Um, so I, I, I have I have beaten Dark Souls 3 uh, since then. I, I, I reclaimed those 30 hours, but I did it in about 15 because I knew exactly what to do. Um, so it was, it was, it was kind of funny how this has recently happened. And the, the the thing too is that hey you, people will be thinking hey isn't he, play, isn't he playing on PlayStation don't they do cloud saves yeah, they do do cloud saves oh, but my my account was having problems and it kept asking me to log in but I just kept ignoring it um, so it wasn't saving to the cloud which is why I did have some of my file recovered but I did mostly have to start over the game Lesson so learned, that was right? too bad yeah right so that is really relevant to what you're just talking about yeah, that's that's how the show works we 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 build off of each other's stories it's as if it's as if it was planned yes. I've been playing the uh, Nintendo 64. Have you heard of it, Shelby? Yes. You have because I showed you it today. And Seiji, I know you (laughs) know of the N64. I mean, you love Nintendo and all things Nintendo. I'm curious about your guys' overall opinion of the N64. So as I said, ah, my cat jumped on me. Sorry. Uh, It really hurt. Um, So I've been playing (laughs) Perfect Dark for Cartridge Club. And I won't get too much into that game itself, but, you know, just looking at it and kind of enjoying playing it in some ways. Um, It's what do you guys think of the graphics? And also, I mean, looking at it now and also what do you you guys think it really had in hindsight, a strong library? 
go. Uh, well, Shelby doesn't know what it is, so let's start with Sadie. <laughs> oh my what god! What do you think, buddy? Because you, you don't like PlayStation graphics very much. No. And the N sixty four. The the fourth generation has terrible graphics, probably the the, the worst of all generations. Mm. But they were trying something new. It's pro the fourth generation is probably like the second generation in many ways. In a lot of ways, like yeah. Second generation, second generation games they don't look very nice. Uh, but they were. I mean, all the learnings they they did on the second generation, you can see it in the third and the fourth. Uh, and then, well, well, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> We're talking about the fifth generation. The fifth generation. Yeah. No, the fourth generation is great. Fourth generation is the uh, is very similar to the sixth generation, right. in which they learned everything from the previous generations about how to handle certain graphics. So yeah, the fifth generation is is difficult graphically. No, we we already had this conversation about the Nintendo sixty four having a good library. I remember. Do we? Oh, my memory is um, bad. Sorry. You asking about if if I could if we could list like twenty good games on the Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> Did you do it? I think I remember that. I, and the Nintendo sixty four, the Nintendo sixty four is very um, underestimated, mm. and it gets a lot of. Eh, I don't know. It gets a lot of bad word, but it's a great console. It has great games. And if the Nintendo 64 only had Mario 64 and in a reign of time, that would pretty much, you know, justify the existence of that console. So. Whoa, that's, but, that's quite a statement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you see, Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time single-handedly, I mean, show the world how to make a 3D, 3D game. And most of, most of the conventions of, of the 3D uh controls and, and and camera control and things like that um, come directly from Mario 64 and Nintendo 64. Before those two games, and specifically Mario 64, there's really no good example of a game that is as playable and as fun and as, as technologically and game design-wise important in, in that space. That is my opinion. Um, of course, not having a... a not not having a PlayStation and and really I mean if we're talking about graphics I I I hate the fifth generation graphics especially because I played through that through, through that generation I mean Nintendo sixty four still I was I was buying consoles but uh, and this is something that a lot of people not, are not gonna like but I I would prefer Nintendo sixty four graphics over PlayStation. Like I, I don't get the PlayStation at all. But they're better. The first one. Like the PlayStation graphics on average are better than the the N sixty four. Yeah, I don't agree with that. That's fair. And that is your opinion. And, yeah, yeah, and we don't we don't have opinion. to agree. So that's that's that's, that's it. Fan vote. But the Nintendo sixty four is a great console. So. Yeah, and I and I like a lot of games. I like the N64. Not only Mario sixty four and Nintendo and and Ocarina of Time. There but, there's a game on the N sixty four I really want to play. Uh, it's the first Sin and Punishment game. As you guys know, I'm a massive fan of, of Star Successor for the Wii. And uh, it's in English, surprisingly, but it's a Japanese-only game. But I haven't got around to importing it, but I think I might might rectify that and, and import that at some point. I really I really want, I really really want like that series, so I, I should play that first one. Um, Shelby, you just saw the N64 for the first time today. What did you think of it, looking oh at it God. with uh, the eyes of a small small person? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy, isn't well, it? Well, 
Well, it just immediately reminded me of, of Goldeneye, and you said it was the same developers. Yeah, it was Rare. <laughs> Pretty much the same game. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, for my sister and I anyway, the N64 was, like, our console pretty much growing up so I mean I and we didn't have a shit ton of games for it but the games we did have we did play a lot so I enjoyed them so I don't know nostalgic for you so, it's, so, it's, all I got. it's weird yeah. to hear like a 10 year old be nostalgic but you know I can appreciate that <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh okay cool that was fun I have wait I have other stuff other musings but I'll give you guys a chance do you guys have anything anything else on your your people's minds yeah I do let's hear it so I just want to comment on episode one twenty six. Oh no, no, we can skip Bonus that. Barrel. Let's just go back. I have more things. Let's just skip that. <laughs> that bullshit oh, list. Oh, the RPG list. The bullshit list. Yeah, well, that's part of it. Okay. I have, I have, I'm kind of, I have comments. I wrote comments for this whole episode. Oh, jeez, let's hear it. Things that um, Left couldn't so, say because he wasn't here to defend himself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that IGN list, yeah, uh, that was list. that was actually my list. I, I talked to IGN. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, I'm I'm left from Bonus <laughs> Barrel. You guys should publish my list. No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, that list was absolutely great. Awful. I actually really liked it. Terrible it put list. a lot of my games in there. Bad. And of course, I've played and finished Earthbound, Rob. Bad I can't believe list. you said I didn't. Are you sure? Um, I heard it on the yeah, I heard on Bonus Barrel that you did not finish your run. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, no, that that was my list. Um, the other thing I want to point out is I don't know what kind of drug Shelby was on oh that episode, but she was laughing at everything, and I didn't even understand what she was laughing at. She just thought the word Magnavox was the most funniest thing ever. Um, so Shelby's obviously doing drugs, and drugs are bad. So uh, we should all hashtag no, no, save speculate. save Shelby's soul. So speculate on what kind save of my drug. soul. <laughs> <laughs> Please feel free to fan vote yeah. on what drugs you think Shelby was on that episode. <laughs> like, if I think drugs, the first thing I think of is Shelby, right after Seiji. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, because I think you both, you guys are such big drug people. It's, uh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Shelby. Um, so, no, I just, I'm just kidding. Um, and then the, the other thing I just wanted to touch on on that topic, um, with with packing games yeah. and, and things like that. And, and one thing that that I learned when I built my my computer is that. Uh, a lot of graphics cards actually do offer free digital games when you buy the graphics card. Oh, um, th- there, there was one that offered Hitman as a free game, so it, it's it's kind of cool that they they still do that kind of thing. Yeah. So packing games are, are still kind of alive even in the PC world, which something you guys didn't touch on no, at all. No, um, PC. A little bit. You, I guess. you're the only so one who does. I, I, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and cool. Uh, never – the last note on the episode is, is don't let Rob edit, edit Why? ever again. That was a like, great episode. I don't, know what, I don't know what was with that weird remix. You mean that amazing drop after my great pun? Or my great joke, my great burn? Yeah. I was like, this burn is so that. great. It needs a musical key. And then I was like, well, what can I do to make my I, – I could do my applause, which I always do. But I already had so many good jokes in the episode. I had so much applause. I was like, well, <laughs> I got to step it up a notch. Let's do a dance yeah. remix. Uh, to Sonic 2, and then I did. And, yeah. I, and I think so, it's going to top all the charts on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, BB Sonic remix, and it was amazing. Isn't uh, Sonic uh, Left's favorite game series, I thought? <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, Left. It must be. I think I it, it is. for you to bring you back <laughs> to the show, because you're like, well, fuck, I want to be in a Sonic remix. This is what I get for yeah. taking a break. I don't mind the, I don't mind the Sonic music. So, the Sonic music is not terrible, but... The game is. Oh my god, sorry, I was, this is not something I had planned, but did you guys see the trailer for the new fucking Sonic game, Sonic Forces? DeviantArt has finally got his wish. 
because you can now make your own Sonic OCs and play them in the game. Oh no! Just think do they of have the porn. do they have a breast slider? I hope so for the and Sonic like fans. Everyone's mind goes to that immediately. Just, like just anytime anybody brings this up, it's does it have a boob slider? Is, is it really? That's the first question out of anybody's fucking mouth. Is yeah, it, I, like about Sonic or. Or just in general. No, about the OC creator. Really? Like the when that news came out that that game would have one, and then it was like first question everybody <laughs> in the chat at work anyway was does it have a boob slider? Talk to my sister about it. Oh, does it have a really? boob slider? It's like holy fuck, you guys! I didn't even think about that. It's... The world does not revolve around boob sliders. <sighs> Sonic. Well, for the Sonic community, I believe it does. <laughs> okay, okay, added... that's, that's fair. <laughs> any other any other game world in-game universe that had custom characters i'm always like that's awesome dragon ball fucking loved it i want to be a saint i am a saint uh but i want to be one in the game too <laughs> i thought you were talking about boob sliders no uh no, <laughs> I, I want a peck slider for my male characters but sonic that's is that a hole you want to go down i mean that's a bad analogy because there's lots of people who good want to job, go down this hole. Good but job. sonic OC, sonic and ocs man that that's this is a dangerous combination. I don't even want to think what's going to come from. It. Think of all the recolors they have now. Now this is going to be people posting their Sonic OCs with shitty drawers of them. It's going to be amazing. Shelby's fucking mm-hmm. fan art for the next ten years is just going to be Sonic. Oh OCs. my god! <laughs> I don't even know the last time I fucking played a Sonic game. I love Sonic too. It's not easy liking Sonic because you have to realize that you're, no, it's not. you're sharing the same community with the people who want to fuck Sonic characters. Or, or for some reason, think Sonic and Jesus are friends. Because those are the two most popular Sonic things that I've seen. Sonic OCs and relationships and, and religious Sonic fan art. You don't believe me, just Google religious Sonic fan art and you're going to find hours worth of, of that to look at. And Why don't you put a link in the description when this episode comes out? <laughs> Here's some great so- – I think there's a Tumblr devoted just to Sonic religious oh. fan art. I don't know why Sonic and religion go together. I mean, they don't, but I don't know why they're that fans – latched onto this but they did it's very strange what god do you think what do you think god if well let's say the christian god because you know there's a bunch of different ones what do you think his uh sonic oc would be like what kind of animal do you think i'd say lion probably or or lamb maybe probably like a griffin that's not a real animal left so it's god <laughs> that's fair he can, do he can, he can be whatever he wants yeah, that's a good point shelby what do you think mm, turtle oh cool I mean, I, I assume you have no comment, Sagey, but I'll ask you, what, what kind of fursona do you think uh, uh, a god might have? I don't want to be involved in this. <laughs> That's about the perfect answer that we could uh, expect. Right, anyway, Sonic OC's dreams come true. Um, Sundary J, friend of the show, friend of mine, he bought a Switch, guys. Wow. Yay. Nintendo has managed to get someone who I know is probably the most PC master race most PC Raster Race guy I know is uh, is Sundary J. And what made him want to do it? Well, the portability, I think, is what it mostly was. Okay. He wanted to play. He wanted the handheld slash console mode. He'll probably never use the console mode, but he really wanted it. He wants all the new games to come out on it. And uh, he, he downloaded Zelda. He's loving it. He said he played for 30 minutes, and he's already hooked, which, again, kind of shocks me. Um, so there you go. That's That's a big thing. My other friend who I work with who got it likes the system but says that the battery life is way too bad and that uh, it doesn't even last through an entire watching of the first Lord of the Rings movie. So he's he's sad about that. 
I like, I like how that's how he measures his battery life. Yeah, he's. I only get like three quarters of a Lord of the Rings <laughs> out of this thing. I'm assuming his wife was watching it and he was playing Zelda, and then he it, he it ran out before the movie was did. <laughs> oh man, it, it is a problem. Yeah, it is. But there's nothing like the like the Switch, and it's 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 kind of similar to a lot of things that Nintendo uh, does uh, in a way because they explore things they. They put it out there, and I'm pretty sure that in the future generations we're going to see uh, improvements of this form. But the fact that it exists is huge. I think. No, I think it's great, man. And, and just seeing, it's just it's really nice because I, I mean, I've been buying games for my whole life, but I, I, I guess I've only really been an active collector since like the Wii. But it's really nice seeing kind of Nintendo regain its traction after the Wii U's uh, unsuccess. Uh, just seeing the pe- people are really getting like it seems like a really popular platform. People are really enjoying the Switch, and I think it's just unique enough to stand by the other consoles. If they had just tried to make another PS4 or or an Xbox, I don't think Nintendo would have done as well as people think that Nintendo would have done as well if they had just copied the other two platforms. You know, because people are just saying, "No, let's make PS4," but I really don't know if it would have done any better because we already have PS4. Do something a little bit different at least, and then you won't have to worry about catch up as much. Yeah, and remember the last. Uh box with controller that nintendo did was the gamecube mm, right yeah and that didn't do as well oh. because there were all two other boxes with controls yep with controllers that that were doing better and we're offering people what they what they wanted at the moment so microsoft and and sony really have perfected that formula exactly so there's no space for nintendo there i i, I mean if nintendo does that then it's just it's gonna be a Mario machine, Mario and Zelda machine. That's that's good, right? That's what it is for. For a lot of people, but the fact that you have these other new concepts and and somebody is trying to push video games in in a different direction, even if people are are very are very uh, know, or they criticize that a lot. I think it's a lot of merit. So yeah. No, I, I I'm with you, man. I I love I love my PlayStation Four. I don't want to see. Like, there's no point. I mean, Sony and Microsoft are already doing what people want. People want that type of gameplay. There's no doubt about it. But they already have it. And if Nintendo's just going to jump in, why? Why? I mean, it's not really going to make that much of a difference. People who would then, like you said, only would buy it for Mario anyways are going to buy any type of console to do for Mario at that point. So if they offer more, then more people are likely to buy it who want more than just Mario. Um, so. Yeah, if Nintendo were to do a box with a controller, then I think Nintendo should go the Sega route and and become a software company and they and they would kill it I think. oh they would for sure but but it's so boring right it is I don't know you, because you don't have you won't have that Nintendo flaring hardware anymore I love which, it I mean the Wii U I love it you guys know it it's very different and the Switch being as successful as it is well it's it's too early to call it but yeah, it is yeah. successful so far so far this is a launch um proofs yeah proofs that the Wii U had a good concept but is but it wasn't executed properly exactly and, Nintendo, uh, and the switch is doing it you know the proper way and it's only going to become better I think. if the wii u had launched as the switch did that without the name the wii u and the same content concept as the switch i think it would have been super successful uh this the wii u is like a, a halfway point between the wii and the switch and then uh, although i love the wii u mind you I think that the what we have with the Switch is a much better and more engaging and interesting system. And I think 
Nintendo would have done better if they had. But you know, they probably weren't able to to release it at the time. It wasn't it wasn't a thing that could have happened, you know, six years ago or whatever. So we have it now, and I think it's good. I think it stands beside the other consoles and PC quite well. I mean, clearly it does. If someone like Sundary J will buy one, then I mean, anyone could at this point. Yeah, and people are are genuinely enjoying the Switch. I mean, people I know they're they're enjoying it. Yeah, it's fun. It's a cool. It's a fun thing. Fuck, it's awesome. Um, I have more, but I'm going to save some of these for another episode of my musings, but I do have, oh, that's kind of a long one. I'll go with the short one. No, two, sh- two short ones and I'll leave. No, fuck. All right. A few, a few short ones. Okay. So I think that King Kong is too big in the new movies. Don't like it. A hundred and some feet tall. Too big for King Kong. Um, I just don't like it. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> um, Splatoon is getting its manga released over here. So I want to know how that makes people feel. Okay, there we go. Interest from Shelby. Uh, left, does you? I'm gonna guess you don't give a shit. No, I don't. CG, would you read a Splatoon manga if it comes over here? Would you buy it? I don't know. I wouldn't buy it. Okay, but you might read it for sure. I would read all it. Right. Let's I wouldn't buy it. There. Uh, all right. So next thing I want to talk about, uh, real quick, Rick and Morty. I just watched all of it for the first time. Got through all the se- all the seasons. Fucking amazing show. Love it. About time. I want to check some of the games out sometime. Uh, I, there's there's like a mobile game that's a Pokemon ripoff yep. that's apparently really good. I haven't played it, but I've heard that it's it's a pretty decent game. I have to check it out. It is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen, and I'm a big. Did f- you watch the season three premiere? Yeah, it was too? amazing. Okay, and I'm a big. F- I've only ever seen the first season, but Rick and Morty is is a masterpiece. It is. Yeah, it's, it's a culture wow. phenomenon. I, I is it's something that is really relevant to to culture in in general. And you liked it and to animation, probably too. You, huh? you enjoyed it. The first season is amazing. Awesome. That's the only one that I've seen. I, it, I was shocked on how good it is. I'm I'm pretty sure it's reaching, you know, like Simpsons kind of type of importance in animation or or wow. I don't know. An, I'm amazed to hear. Like it's really impressive. You never cease to amaze me. Uh, I recommend <laughs> the second season. It's really I, I liked it more than the first one. Man, um, uh, f- yeah. I'm 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 I apologize to the world for taking so long to watch it. It's very weird because I'm a huge fan of the creator or the co-creator. I, like I love Dan Harmon. I think he's a a mess of a human, but on all the best ways possible. And his his podcast Harmon Town hard to listen to depending on your mindset, but I mean I love it. And so it's kind of kind of impressive that it took me so long to watch it. But I'm glad I'm glad I did, and I, I really want to check out some of the games. I heard the virtual reality one is quite good, but I don't have access to VR, so I guess I'll never. And to the left, that doesn't exist anyways. So I guess I'll never know. But yeah, I just wanted to say love it, and uh, yeah, I might talk about it more in the future. Great, good game. One other note, actually, I'll save it for E3 episode. All right, so that's it for me. Uh, if you guys have more musings, or if not, we can go to topic. I have one more yes, thing. Yes, bring it in. Because I was listening to CC Weekly, as I always do. Mm-hmm. I find it really entertaining. I don't know. It's it's kind of soothing. In I a like CC Weekly. And, and also, I like hearing the community update because they talk about us and. And, you know, it's good for the ego. <laughs> <laughs> but P1 did mention something that puzzled me a little bit. I mean, coming from from someone that is involved in, in what we're involved, mm-hmm. which is, you know, talking about games and stuff like that. And, and he mentioned something about, you know, when Shelby uh, wasn't familiar with the Magnavox Odyssey. Oh, yeah, listen to that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And I would like to hear you, you, your guys' opinion about it, but he said something about that. Who cares about that kind of stuff? And, and you don't need to know about the history of video games to enjoy video games. And in a way, I understand what he's coming from. But in another way, it's like, hey, it's it, it's important, right? It, 
knowing about history and the history about anything that you enjoy, history of film, history of, of, of literature, of, of art in general, and the history of, of, of the human history, and in this specific case, the history of our medium, which is video games, really brings something um, special to the table because you're able to appreciate much, much better, you know, everything that, that, that video games mean to, to all of us. But anyway, I want to welcome you guys all to the new segment, CC Counter. This is Sassy. Oh my segment. Uh, yeah, so I actually find myself. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, it, it's no, not no, like I'm, I'm, I'm criticizing that because I know that P1 is not saying that history of video games is not important. Yeah. It's just that the, uh, it, 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 it was weird to me, you know, uh, that he mentioned some of the things in the, the way he worded some, some of those things. So I just want to hear your opinion. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I love our, the community. Uh, and I like, I like that we have this part of our show that we can talk to each other through this meeting. We could just talk to each other, but it's more fun this way. Uh, honestly, the short answer is I agree with him. It doesn't really matter. Like, you don't need to know. It's funny to hear someone say what's a Nintendo, for example. Uh, or, or it's funny back in the day when parents would call everything a Nintendo. Uh, as a kid, that was amusing. My mom calls me. everything a PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> See, there you go. That's all amusing to me. It, it shows us a level of uh, innocent ignorance. Like, not like aggressively, like, dick ignorance. But, like, you know, they just don't know. Um, do you need to know where Mario came from to enjoy the latest 3D Mario game, I would say no. Uh, I do think that you're right that it enriches your opinion of games and knowing a history of, of anything, I think, makes it more enjoyable in whatever it is. Like, if you know the history of a certain movie franchise, like, if, for example, if you've watched all the Avengers, all the leading movies to the Avengers, you're going to enjoy the Avengers more. Knowing the comics, for me, makes me enjoy the movies more. So I think that Perhaps you would get maybe a little more from knowing about all those things, but really, do you need it? I I barely know about the Magnavox, and I know a, quite a bit about game and game history, but I couldn't tell you any games on the Magnavox. And I edited the episode and added that commercial, and I can't remember shit from it. So I mean, no, <laughs> sure, I mean, kind of no, uh, but at the same time, it's cool to know about it. I mean, cool. That's maybe not the right word. It's neat to know about it. Um, but yeah, that's my opinion. Whoop. Shelby or, C- or left? Hmm? Do you, what's, what do you, how do you feel about this? You, especially you, Shelby, you are the child that we're referring to. Uh, do you, the child. Does it matter that you don't know anything about games past like two years ago? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, it's interesting to know about it, but I do agree. Um, you know, I, as much as I would like to go back and learn every fucking single thing that ever happened in the history of video games, yeah. I just don't think it, past a certain point doesn't interest me as much so i wouldn't gain any benefit from going back and learning about the magnavoxes i'd find it extremely boring (gasps) but that's fine i did learn some stuff from it well no like i don't know it's that's not what i (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) um i mean i can agree that it is you know if you want it's how you enjoy something, obviously, is entirely subjective because it's what you think of it and what your takeaways are from it. Um, so if I don't know the history of something, I'll just enjoy it a different way. Maybe yeah. not the same way that you enjoy it, but... The worst way. Just a different way. You enjoy it <laughs> an inferior way. <laughs> like, like, I, um, I find it interesting when I'm watching a show with you guys or a movie and I'll go, oh, it's this person from this. Or oh, everybody yeah, knows my annoying actor. habit about voice actors. <laughs> 
right? Yeah. So <laughs> that's different. Uh, that's I, I get enjoyment from that. No, that's <laughs> knowing history of things and credits behind things, no. and you know. No, I, I, I get know. what you're saying. It's really funny too because you—it's like literally everything. Oh, this fight actor mm. did this, and his birthday is that, and his favorite food is this. <laughs> that's that's you with everything we watch. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> left. Wrap it up, buddy. What do you think? Do you uh, do you care if people know the history of games, or do you do you, you know, like to know it? History is important, whether it's specific to one topic like video games mm-hmm. or or something greater than that. So, like you know, I'm I'm always firmly in the bank of 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 knowing the history of things. Now, it doesn't necessarily make like I kind of like the idea that you know you will get a different sort of experience from knowing the history versus not knowing the history, and and both have its merits. You know, both as both as a new person being introduced to it, and then that that grizzled veteran who knows everything. So they're just different ways to look at it you know one's certainly not better than the other and you know we i would certainly encourage people that hey if you're into this sort of topic you know do your research on your history you all you'll do is is you'll deepen your your affection for that topic um but if you're not someone who likes to research uh then you know don't bother just you know get the enjoyment you get out of it and then move on to whatever is next on your list so it's it's just a different type of in way of enjoying yourself, essentially, in my opinion. And who doesn't like to enjoy mm-hmm. themselves? Yeah, there we go. All right. Up next, the topic. <laughs> back. After a small break of enjoying myself, we are here to talk about <laughs> the topic left. I mean, we're going to make it somewhat quick-ish. Yeah. What's um, the topic? So I wanted to talk about video game contests um, to some degree at least. Yeah. And I ended up doing a whole lot of research awesome. on one really big contest. Um, so I don't I don't know how much time we have. but We can make I this a two-parter about... if we really, really want to. Okay. Well, I have well, a cool see archive how it goes. list of like a bunch yeah, of Yeah. I saw that because I wanted to talk about Sword Quest. Okay. Um, Let's do it. I'm sure you guys are at least somewhat familiar with, with Sword Quest. Yes. I don't, Shelby, maybe, maybe not. Yes. Uh, I've never heard of it. AVGN okay. is how I heard of it. That's, it, that's how I heard of Yeah, exactly, right? That's how we all probably heard of it. And then, so one thing that, that was really curious to me is is the modern, like where things are at with this. And, and I have some details on that, which is the more interesting part. So mm-hmm. for the uninitiated into Sword Quest, so Sword Quest is a, was a contest put on by Atari in the ni- early 1980s. Um, and it started with one of their their bigger games, which was just simply called Adventure, I believe. Are you guys? Do you guys know the game Adventure yep. for Atari? Okay. Nope. So, okay. <laughs> you know what Atari is? <laughs> yes. So. So uh, Adventure was a really popular game that they had, and you know it's a typical, very uh, you know cryptic adventure Atari game. Um, and then Sword Quest was essentially the sequel to that. So Sword Quest was the plan was they were releasing four games in the Sword Quest series, and each game was a puzzle game where you would discover clues, and you would also get a comic book, and the clues pertain to the comic book, and then you and then inside the comic 
comic book, there was hidden words, and the clues in the game would show you the words. So the point was to play through the game, find the clues, find the hidden words in the comic book based on the clues. You then mail that to Atari, and then you go to Atari to compete for the grand prize for that game. So now, and you're wondering about the prizes. These prizes were magnificent. (laughs) So so the, the first game was called Earthworld. It aired in 1982, and they all have these weird kind of spiritual bases. So this one was based off the 12 signs of the Zodiac. Um, <laughs> and the the reward for winning Earthworld was an 18-carat solid gold talisman studded with 12 diamonds and 12 other precious stones valued Jesus. at $25,000. So that was the first one uh, that aired in 1982. There was a winner. Uh, one individual, I don't have his name here, but he did win the... Um, uh, the talisman, and I have an update on what happened to the talisman in the end. Oh, I'm excited, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the next game uh, was Fire World, which uh, came out in 1983. Um, so just like the same other game, it, there's clues in it that relate to a comic book that you bought, and then you have to find the secret words. Um, so the prize for Fire World was a chalice, a gorgeous goblet. And, and th- my, my descriptions are taken right off the contest page. So a chalice, a gorgeous goblet of platinum and gold Mm -hmm. glistening with rubies sapphires diamonds and pearls uh $25,000 and this game was based off the tree of life from the Kabbalah so that was the spiritual connection there um so in 1984 there was also a winner for this one who who did end up winning the chalice um so so those were the first two so that that everything was was all hunky-dory with this contest at this point now we get to the next game which is water world so this aired in 1980 so this aired in 1984 like um this was that's funny though because because that joke is made in the avgn episode too um, oh is it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so this one's based off the seven spiritual chakras um, in terms of its spiritual connection. Right. Um, so so the pride is always the same thing. Clues, comic book, send in the secret words. Yeah. Um, so what the, the prize for this one was a golden crown encrusted with diamonds, rubies, sapphire, green tourmalines, and aquamarines valued at also $25,000. That's a nice bank there. A little bit. So now, as we know, in 1984... Something big happened yeah. with the video that's, game. No, industry. what? I was born. <laughs> that's, the big, that's the big That's the big thing. Born and, and the earth quivered. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then the video game industry crashed. <laughs> um, <laughs> so in, in 1984 is when uh, the big crash happened. And, and Waterworld was released, but in extremely limited quantities. Um, so a few people did get their hands on the game. Um, but not a whole lot, and so what? It, so everyone kind of thought that the contest just sort of fizzled out. Um, the f- the fourth game in the series, which was Air World, was never actually released. So that game does not exist, but Waterworld does. Um, and if you've watched the AVGN video, he he doesn't. There's no you know what happened to the prize for Waterworld. I have found out what happened for the prize for Waterworld. Shit, you found fa- you found out um, like, through your own research. I did. Yeah, like, I talked like, to the guys and everything. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> so, excellent. Breaking so news. What, so, 
A little, a little bit of detail is that so Atari was bought out by some other company, and there, there was a lot of rumor that the CEO of that company is the guy who had the last two prizes and then the ultimate grand prize, which was a jewel encrusted sword worth fifty thousand yeah. um, dollars. So ba- basically, what happened is he he says that when he bought Atari, he was legally obligated to hold the contest for uh, Waterworld since the game was indeed released. And he was legally obligated to go forward with that. Um, so he does say that they did hold the contest for Waterworld and that someone did receive the Golden Crown, um, but it just wasn't publicized because he didn't think it was a good idea to publicize a money or a company that just got bankrupt giving away a $25,000 prize. Um, so, the, so according to him... The prize was awarded and the contest did happen. Just it just was not a very popular thing. Um, so that officially, that's where the contest has ended. So the next game, which was supposed to be Airworld, was never released. Um, but I do have the prize here. So it says it's a modern version of a philosopher's stone. Um, it's encased in an 18 karat gold box, studded with emeralds, rubies, diamonds, and citrines, um, and it's also worth twenty five thousand dollars. So that's kind of the the status of that. So the biggest thing that I was interested in is, hey, someone actually did get the Waterworld prize, um, which everyone thought did everyone thought that the CEO of the company just kind of took for himself. Um, the interesting thing. So here here is apparently what actually happened. So um, the Franklin Mint, which is you know what a mint is. Um, not the candy, but the place that mm-hmm. manages gold and such, right? So mm-hmm. they're the ones that made these gold and gemmed uh, prizes, and and they still had the crown in the sword. Oh, sorry, not the crown. The the philosopher stone in the sword is supposed supposedly still with them, and they melted down the gold. <laughs> to do whatever it is they do. So the sword and the Philosopher's Stone probably do no longer exist at this point. Um, so and in regards to the other ones that were awarded, uh, the the guy who won the talisman, he admitted that he melted it down Jeez, for money. Sad. So the talisman is also gone. Oh God, the rare treasure is being destroyed. <laughs> the guy who owns the chalice says he has it in a safety security box. So the chalice still is around. It's a legend. And, modern legend. And, a little bit, and it's con- <laughs> a little bit, yeah, and it's confirmed that it's still alive, and so the- <laughs> it's alive. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Exists locked away um, somewhere, like like if if that thing was in the like BDH like Shelby, studio. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder. And yeah. so. Go ahead. No, I can and probably the last find it one. in here if I look. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so the, the last one is, is the crown, which someone apparently has, but no one knows who that person is. So um, it's it's still out there according to the CEO who gave it I away. I also just want to say <laughs> that adjusting for infl- inflation, uh, those would worth yeah. be worth each $57,749 as opposed to $25,000. Could right. be. So as as a grand total, the it was one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in prizes, um, and it was all gold and jewels, and it was just I thought it was a very cool idea because you know these sword and sorcery kind of games, yeah. and you know it, adding with these real life treasures, and it was it was a really cool connection, and you know it's 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 crazy that they did this, and and 
I don't think this is the reason why Atari got bankrupt, but I wonder if it was part of the reason because it seems so frivolous that they spent this much money on these. But think of how many objects. copies of of those games they must have sold, wanting to get a crown <laughs> and, a, and a philosopher's stone. You can, I mean, I watched Full Metal yeah, Alchemist, yeah. and I know the philosopher's stone is very important. Thanks to you that, you can do crazy things. Yeah, today, exactly. So. Shelby, what can you do with the philosopher's stone? <laughs> Lots of things. There with you it. go. Lots of lots of things quoted from yeah. here from Shelby. No, most most people just think it's for like bringing people back to life, but you can do tons and tons of things. Yeah. Yep. You could you Sorry. could probably make those <laughs> items that are missing uh, through the philosopher's stone, but, there you but go. not the philosopher's stone because it's already been destroyed. So. Okay. Yeah, it's been melted down. So. You think the, don't need human souls or anything to make one. You don't. But, but do you think do you think the gold that it was melted down from is magic? So do you think that if that gold was used in say some stupid wedding ring or something? That wedding room actually has magic powers, uh, possibly to bring back the, the dead. Maybe. Seems yeah. likely. Seems likely. You know. That's true. Yeah. Um, but the thing, the thing with the philosopher's stone is that the picture they have of it, they don't, they just so they, and and, and it says in the description, it's a modern day philosopher's what's that mean? stone. Like what, whatever that what it, means. Okay, yeah. wait a second. Modern day would have been the '80s. So what did it have wood paneling on it or something? <laughs> <laughs> it had plastic. crazy like hair metal hair. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like it was in the shape of a VCR. Like what? What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> and and the the real part of that treasure is the 18 karat gold box with emeralds and rubies and diamonds. So I don't, I don't understand what the modern, because it, it just shows you the, the box that the philosopher's stone sits in. So I'm assuming the philosopher's stone is just like a hunk of metal or it's like a, it's I'm assuming it's a hunk of jade. Or something. So maybe who knows? Yeah. Just go. one note, yeah. guys, the famous crash that left mentioned happened in 1983. Again, just to highlight this, that kind of historical, that no, not that it's important. But it is important. It means I didn't ruin it. It, it is. I did not ruin it. Happened in 83. It, it, it's a good topic. It's really interesting. It, it's not exactly what it has been depicted over the years. But yeah, it's just just, just a note. Perhaps that'll be a future topic as well. Clear, clearing the air. Clearing the air. Clearing the air. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't yeah. my fault. I just... <laughs> so I, I just thought Sword Quest was a really cool competition, and, and I don't think we'll ever see anything like this ever again. I think um, that's awesome. So, yeah. I know we're doing a short episode this week, so I would really love to do a part two if, if everybody's willing, because there's a lot of really cool and interesting video game contests or sweepstakes and shit that would be fun to talk about. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's, for the sake of time, and because AJ has to go, let's let's end it here now. Do you guys have any final words on Sword Quest? Are those games rare? That's my question. Are the games themselves kind of rare? The Waterworld one is very rare because it was only given to people who were like Atari members, Atari club members. Shelby, do you see it anywhere um, by any chance? Do yeah. you take a look around? Do you see the Waterworld thing in my room? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It might take me a while. Okay. Cool. No, apparently they're not rare. Uh, not Earthworld nor Fireworld. You can get them for less than five bucks in eBay. <laughs> <laughs> not very expensive. No, I bet I bet the comics that probably go along with them are probably more rare than the games. Oh, probably. Yeah, that's a good point. Entirely. Waterworld is it's quite rare and expensive. What's it go for that you're, if you're looking at it right now? Uh, I'm looking anywhere from three hundred to six hundred. Holy not shit! I thought it would have been, but still pretty pretty gross for an Atari yeah. game, no less. For Atari, that's relatively short. Waterworld was like. Only half the length of the other games because it was rushed. <laughs> Waterworld. So I can't even imagine what it would fucking look like—a blue screen with a white dot that moves around it slowly in a maze. 
Yeah, Beep. mostly. From, well, it's, it's all Beep. it's all puzzles. Like you're walking around into different rooms, um, and then you do like these mini games. I'm getting nightmares from your fucking Mario Maker stage, that underwater <laughs> maze one that you made. Oh, the octopus yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> the blooper. The blooper in. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, Mario mm-hmm. Maker Shelby was a game that came out a couple years ago uh, where you could actually create your own Mario stages. It was on the Wii U, and eventually it came to the uh, 3DS. So that puts me at, like, what, two years old now? Oh, I'm just saying you're ignorant. How old am yeah, I today? It's not that you're young. I said you're ignorant this time. Did uh, you play the game, Shelby? Mario Maker? No. I did watch uh, a lot of friends get really frustrated uh, building and, and playing each other's levels, though, so that was kind of fun. Were they building uh, auto-scrolling music stages like everyone else? Rob, Rob's favorite. My favorite type of stage? Uh, no, not that I not that I saw. So they're actually putting some effort into it. That's cool. Mm-hmm, yeah. Those those require a lot know, of effort, by the dumb. way. But they don't require any effort to They're play. actually impressive. I just, I hate it. I don't know. There, there's too many. I, I agree. I agree with But you. they were cool. I don't know. They were cool technically, but not for playing. Not for, pl- not for playing. They were cool for watching once. Dumb. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> same as cutscenes, yeah. right? No, what? No, cutscenes are cool, Dave. You won't trick me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they they are cool, but not as games. <laughs> well, we're getting Ooh, into something story. a little, <laughs> little, little historical oh. in the bonus barrel. <laughs> oh, Sagey, you know that Life is Strange is getting another game? No, I didn't. Know. Bro- breaking news. <laughs> you gotta get caught up on that, Sagey. Full damage. <laughs> <laughs> Life is Strange was awesome. I'm gonna play the second one. Po- I did. I hated some of the characters, though. I won't say who because everybody loves those characters, and I don't want to. I don't want fucking. People hunt me down. I mean, the chick with the blue hair. Me. Chloe. Whoa. I didn't like her either. Everybody, oh, everybody likes her. She's so cool. So, <laughs> I mean, a minor, so but <laughs> I'm just too old. I didn't like anybody in that game, though. Uh, Shelby, not even. <laughs> Sorry. I can see you dating a dude like him. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, let's go to watch Planet. Was it Planet of the Apes he wanted to see? Anyways, I, I, I'd love to make fun of them more, but we, I don't want to keep Sadie. All right. Left. Welcome back. Keep keep Thanks. coming back, man. Woo. We need you. We need all all the BB needs. To obviously, be so there you go. Uh, Cartridgeclub.org, a great site. As Sagey said, we you know they plug us every once in a while. Not as much as they used to. I think they're used to us now, so they don't need to feel like you know they don't care anymore. We need to, we need to stop being friends with with uh, at least with P two because he doesn't have any of that fan mindset anymore. So what, what's, what's the point, right? I don't want to be friends they've with them. Grown, they've grown too accustomed to yeah, us. I don't want to... Absence so makes so the heart <laughs> grow fonder. <laughs> they're not so. putting us on the pedestal anymore, yeah. so you guys are just like, fuck them. Well, just P2. I'm cool with P1. I don't need P1 to think of oh me. Oh, my God. P2, P2's awesome, too. I mean, I like they're both him, awesome. But, no, I want to be fan-worshipped. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> by by yeah, one I, man. I just want to clarify something. Because yeah? so, I, I did bring up that, that thing about what P1 said. And I love those guys, so... I just want to make that super clear. Thing is that, you know how we had a debate about like physical oh, yeah, and digital yeah. and, and, and video game collecting and people are showing up, all this stuff. I mean, in a way, it's all history, right? In a way, that, that, that's what it is. And your, mm-hmm. your personal history, your what you care about video, on video games. And, and I do care about this stuff. I, I, I'm looking at my bookshelf right now. I have like four books on video game history. So this is something that I'm really passionate about. Mm-hmm. Especially as a video game developer, you need to know all these kinds of things. That's true. And although I agree that for a video game to be enjoyed, you just need the video game to be well designed and and not know anything about about the. Uh, we almost went a full episode of the sirens, actually. <laughs> yeah. 
There they let come. Him, let them come. Let's let them. Here come the police. They're coming down to the street. It's a siren. <laughs> whoop, whoop, woo. Siren. Are they gone now? I think it's done right, now. Cool. You were saying, Seishi? <laughs> no, they're not done. I just, I just muted my mic. Oh. <laughs> you put my background noise, man. My cool music. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll woo, woo. Coming down the street. That's all I got, really. I love my my my, my train of thought anyway. Oh, you're so. oh, shit. I remember now. Oh, there I go. What what? I don't I don't. CC. What was it? Was yeah, history was games. You respect them. History. Part yeah. of your job. Uh, you love the, cartridge club. Even the debate was part of your history. Your personal yeah, history. Personal history. I remember saying all that. <laughs> I don't know where I was going. Basically. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It it is true. It it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I just. I just like it. I just like it so much. <laughs> That's fair. Mm -hmm. Just like I like. I read. I, I read a, a lot about history. A lot of, especially about video game history. I feel like I need to know those kinds of things, and I. I guess I'm just justifying my. Uh, he won with personally. My fanatism for or my interest in video game history by <laughs> by saying that is important. He was trying. I think it's important. He was trying to attack us personally. I think. I think he was meant, take, trying to take yeah. Bonus Bro down. Who P one? I think he, that was his point. He said he's right. This stuff matters. Oh my god! And I think P one <laughs> is just an instigator and a no good Nick, a rat fink, a layabout, a hoodlum, no, a ne'er do well. He, he, he just, I also want to. I also want to clarify. It's true. I want to clarify something else because in, in some other CC Weekly he said that there was strife in in the bonus barrel that that Lef and I had a thing. It's true. But I love Lef, <laughs> and there's there's nothing going on here. I'm I am not the reason why Lef is. You're not on the coming, record of but... saying that you love Lef and that you didn't want oh. to go. I love left. Let's say that and, no, and no, no. one person. I can, we can dismiss. We can dismiss that right now. There's no. There's no animosity between me and anybody oh that caused me to take the four. The four episode hiatus kind of thing. So, no, 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 no. That 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 is not true at all. I think all P one's doing here is he's just promoting himself. <laughs> he is. We 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 have been wanting them to talk more about us, and he is successfully getting us to talk more about him. <laughs> so that's all this is, and he is winning that battle. So. <laughs> So Hi, are we banning not, him? I bet they're not going to mention Bonus Barrel at all in the next CC. No, week we're not going to mention gonna them. They're going to one up us like crazy. We're going to not mention them anymore. There they're we go. Banned. That's what we have to do. <laughs> so we have to do. I'm going to make P2 love me again by ignoring him. What's a cartridge club? <laughs> Feel free to go to cartridgeclub.org. It is a gaming community uh, for fans by fans. Bonus Barrel uh, on Twitter and SoundCloud. Officially part of Cartridge Club. We're not talking about them anymore. <laughs> oh, the latest Flock Talk is out. I haven't listened to it yet, but I suggest that they're also part of Cartridge Club. So, uh, but we're not talking about them. Thanks for listening. This is Rob. And Shelby. Left, who's greatly happy to be yeah, back. Yeah, And Seiji. <laughs> <laughs>
do drugs, don't stay in school. Six, 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 Satan. Rawr.